Hey everyone, welcome to Hashtag Real Life. Abby and Danielle here. At Hashtag Real Life, we want to bring the essence of conversations back into our day-to-day lives. We want to tell the stories of the people around us with no topic off the table. Our hope is to create a safe space for ourselves, guests, and our listeners, all while bringing our authentic selves to create rambling but beautiful content. Now, let's talk about some stuff. Welcome to Hashtag Real Life. It's Abby. Danielle. We're living life. We've, I mean, already been talking for like an hour and a half before we pressed record. So <laughs> it's, I mean, we're veterans by this point. Yeah. I mean, we're back in action on the mic, having some chitty chats, you know, all the things, all the things. And I think we're both kind of, you know, a little hyped up because we got to connect with other female podcasters in like a zoom meetup and are, you know, networking. And it just is really fun to, to listen and learn from other people and even feel like, again, just as we push press record, like to also feel like, yeah, we also got this too. Like we're doing big things, Danielle. Yes. Yes. I mean, I think we've talked about this before too. And just the sense that like, Sometimes any new adventure can seem like kind of lonely. I mean, it's great because Abby and I have each other to kind of go through this, but it's always good to talk with other people and listen to their struggles or like their wins and all those other things to kind of get those like juices flowing. And yeah, it was like fun and validating definitely for us because we are like baby podcasters, but I think we definitely have really moved and grooved in this space like really well. And I'm really proud of us. Yeah. Lots of learning, lots of, you know, learning curves, growth curves, and then also just celebrating the joys and wins and successes too. And having fun. I think that's one of the big things I took away from this, from today's meeting too, was, you know, remembering that like, we are doing this for us too, Mm -hmm. not just for, you know, putting out there, like, of course that's important, but you know, we're putting things, something out there that we're proud of. So Mm -hmm. excited. And also I'm just really excited to get connected to more people and add even more podcasts to my library because, you know, can never have too many podcasts. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I was, it was actually really funny because I was speaking with someone the other day and I was laughing about like, all the TV shows I watch and all the podcasts I listen to. Like I was <laughs> t- telling people and I'm like, oh, if you want, you should listen to this. You can listen to this. You should watch this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I probably Lots sound like a wild person, but like, it's just, I mean, it's just fun. <laughs> and I do really feel like it is a part of my identity that I listen to podcasts, especially at one and a half speed. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I just gotta get through, gotta get through mm-hmm. the content. Yeah. Well, anyone that's really funny is, I mean, I feel like I've taken on that one and a half speed thing because I definitely, Oh my God, I, really? Yeah. I definitely <laughs> listen to some at one and a half speed. It is, it is a wild beast, man. Like it is a it whole, is. like some shows are very interesting at that speed. AKA ours. Again, it's like, really hard to listen to it one. <laughs> especially ours. Like, and the best part about it for a lot of podcasts, it's like their beginning. Like the music is what sounds really like, like, yes hyper chipmunk speed (laughs) it is like our music at one and a half speed is is wild oh yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) i could i could sing our whole tune Mm -hmm. because we have the rights to it so yes yes (laughs) (laughs) oh 
my gosh. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, today was really fun. And also just, you know, collaborating and hearing what things are going well for other podcasters, things that they've learned from. And I had just told Danielle that it was also really cool because I credit her with, you know, kind of teaching me some of the behind the scenes things that I don't know about. And I still don't know about. Um, so we thought it would be perfect to talk about, you know, kind of just social media one-on-one. I just came up with that. So (laughs) unique. Uh, but like social media, virtual assisting, like to get to know all that a little bit more because yeah, I learn new things from Danielle every day. And I'm sure you listeners want to know what's the scoop on the, the metaverse. What, what do you need to know? And yeah, I'm just, I get to kind of interview Danielle. So I'm really excited for that. <laughs> well, well, thank you, Abby. Um, well, <laughs> well, first, okay. First thing that I'm going to say, which is really interesting because I was thinking about this earlier today when we were thinking about top talking about these things is the fact that a, we have a podcast that's called hashtag real life and B, we have a segment that is Instagram versus reality. So it's very interesting how the worlds have really like intertwined ebbed, flowed and all the things like, it's just really, 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 really interesting how the world works. I'm just saying yes. in that way. I toot our own horn. That was really mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. marketing on our part. Like yes. I do love that. Like hashtag real life. Yes. Broad. We interview some cool people, stories. You got, I mean, you guys know if you've been listening for a while, we talk about mental health. We, it's like the after, the after dark chats, like mm-hmm. you hear us giggle, you hear us laugh, but then we do get deep and, and yet yeah, the hashtag real life and then Instagram versus reality. Yeah. That, literally that is this topic all in one. I don't Mm -hmm. know where I was going with that. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. No, I totally get what you're saying. And I also just think it's, I mean, overall, like, I mean, we've had, if you think about it, we've had like an influencer on our podcast. We've had a person who works in media, you know, like all those things. So like, we've been able to explore social media, I guess, from like also a different lens. And then it's interesting because like now I like work closer in social media in certain ways. So it is really, really funny. And I mean, I know like as a whole, and we've talked about it too, like, you know, social media is also can be really harmful in so many ways. You know, there are a lot of bad things that come out of it. There are a lot of situations that, um, you know, we do not, that are not good, you know, for, for our mental health that are not great for, you know, our comparison that are not great for just, you know, our lives in certain ways. But, um, I interesting enough had put up a quote like a while ago that was like, that the one thing about social media is, is that it brought voices to the voiceless, you know? So it also has given just such a different platform for so many people to show their strengths to, um, to push products, to, you know, to just bring their creative joy and just bring other voices to the forefront, which, you know, without social media, that didn't happen as much. I mean, it was definitely like more of a grassroots type of situation, but I think now we've been able to be in these spaces where we've been able to see all these amazing people that like came out of the social media universe or like, what? I mean, like even for example, um, 
like with the rise of TikTok, you know, like so many people that are just, you know, on their more of their authentic journeys and everything there, there have been simple, like not simple artists, but there have been artists that have just been making music like in their homes and doing whatever they're doing. And then they get on TikTok, do this amazing TikTok. And then they've been able to collaborate with some amazing artists that have been able to lift them up and bring them to such a different level of their life and has changed their life in so many different ways that maybe they never would have even thought. So that in itself is wild, you know, like that Mm -hmm. is just so wild. (laughs) That quote was very poetic, Danielle. I really liked it. I wrote it down because we all know I love to take notes. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, Danielle has heard me gripe and roll my eyes about social media because like using it as a way to market a business, market your brand is so foreign to me because most of us grew up where social media was, you just started it to share pictures of your food that you ate or cute dogs. Or I look back, like I started Instagram in, oh gosh, 2012, I think. And my very first photo was just a picture of me out at a bar with a friend drinking, like, mm-hmm. and with awful filters. I may add, it was bad. Like <laughs> they were so bad. Um, uh, not even the, fil- like, it wasn't even like face filters. It was just like, you know, the Juno, the Xenia, whatever those are called. <laughs> but also I kind of think about like our, our generation's first like introduction to social media. A lot of it was MySpace. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if people, if like MySpace was, I mean, I guess it is still around, but mm-hmm. if people used it, like we use Instagram, TikTok, Facebook today, like, yeah, I just can't imagine. Oh my gosh. We could have <laughs> music on our, on our hashtag real life MySpace account. <laughs> yes. Well, and isn't, um, is Justin Timberlake, does he own part of MySpace or he did at some point in time? I feel like, okay. I just listened to a podcast and that came up actually. And yeah. I don't know, but yes, Justin Timberlake, MySpace somehow are in the same, like, yeah. Uh, what are those? Like the Venn diagrams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's in the, it's in the clog somewhere. Then it's somewhere, <laughs> but yeah, like, right. All of us remember maybe first starting Facebook or social media where like you would post something and anyone who followed you would see that in like chronological order. Mm-hmm. Then, then it changed. And I think yeah. that's what confuses me. And I think if you like consistency, social media will give you a headache. And that is what it has done the last however many years. I mean, if you watch the social dilemma on Netflix, it'll really get your gears going because different people see different sides of the internet and yeah. not to see your content and you gotta get creative. Well, and that is something that a lot of business owners, like in general, have struggled with a lot because I mean, with the rise of TikTok and with the rise of short form video, I mean, short form video has always been around certain ways, but like with the rise of TikTok, it definitely like changed the game um, of how people show up like online. And with TikTok, it's very authentic, you know, like that is the big thing is like, they really focus on that authenticity piece. Like you'll see people on there just doing all sorts of stuff and all sorts of things and talking about anything and everything. And that has, what has been so different with the shift with Instagram and with TikTok is that Instagram, 
you know, kind of like to your point, Abby was very much, it was a photo sharing app. You know, it was to just kind of put whatever was, it was a very curated app. It was to put whatever you, what you liked at the moment, what recipes you had, what, you know, what vacation you were going on or just whatever, you know, and if you think about Facebook was more of like your photo dumping ground, like your full on photo dump. Whereas Instagram is very like, these are my specific photos that I'm going to put on here. Like, this is how I'm going to have my, my grid look. And like, this is what it's going to be. It's almost more like a photo library in a sense. And so it has changed so much now because, you know, we do have so much of TikTok and then with YouTube. And I mean, obviously YouTube has been around for a while, you know, but I mean, like just even with that, like YouTube is getting a bigger insurgence as well, but it has just shown so much more into the Instagram space and just more like authenticity when it comes to social media as a whole, as opposed to everything being very, very curated. Yeah. Yeah. And and that is that piece that's stressful. (laughs) It is, it is because, you know, social media, all these youngins, right. Are, you know, killing the game, becoming like social media influencers, celebrities. Whereas it's like, well, wait, like my initial intention was just to like share a photo or have fun. And so I think it feels like the world has just like whizzed by Mm -hmm. a lot of us, like maybe later millennials. I don't know, but Danielle's already given you guys some like little snippets and sneak peeks of, (laughs) of things, but like I said, I wanted to interview her because this is fun. And I think a lot of people would know or would want to know some of this information that I, you know, plan to ask you. So Danielle, for those of you, of people who don't know, like what is a virtual assistant? Because we hinted at that, like that is your now career, your solopreneur. Why do I try that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So what, how would you define a virtual assistant and yeah, take it from there. Yeah. Um, so I'm a virtual assistant slash social media manager. So, um, virtual assistant in general is someone who is in your business with you and can helps you complete the tasks that you're unable to complete as a business owner. So therefore, and they help you with that virtually. So therefore, like, let's say, you know, in the podcast space right now. So if you were a podcaster and you could have a virtual assistant, write your show notes first for you, you could have a virtual assistant, um, write captions for you on social media. You could have a virtual assistant. If, you know, if they are proficient in editing, they could edit your podcast for you. They could, um, if, you know, if you are, let's say you own a boutique, you know, they could be someone who, reaches out to clients for you. They could be someone that creates, you know, um, helps you create lists for your job or any reaches out to anyone of any sort of thing. So basically a virtual assistant is there to help you do the tasks that do not bring you joy within your business mm-hmm. and help <laughs> like, that is the big part of it. Like help you in that regard. Um, outsourcing is something in general that I think as business owners, a lot of people really, really um, skimp on because like we are very, very prone to in any job, right? Like even if you're not uh, in the online space, you know, like if you're at brick and mortar or anything, like it is very, very easy for us to not delegate, you know, like that is just sometimes can be very difficult for people. Very, very difficult because 
you want to take on all of what you're doing and you want to have ownership over it. And you want to be you, if you release that to someone else, it is the fear of it not working anymore. It's the fear of you losing your independence from that, all those things. However, it, in certain ways, it can be the complete opposite because it will help you do the things that you really need to do in your business. Like it'll help you create what you need to create. It'll help you spend more time with your family. It'll help you spend just the the aspect of time. Like you can't give anyone back time, but you can help people uh, you can help people organize their time a little bit better. So they're able to do, like I said, those things that bring them more joy and like help them in their lives. And even like with that social media piece, like there's a lot of business owners that did not go into business to fully be able to market themselves online. Like exactly like what we were talking about. Like there's a lot of business owners that have Instagrams or have a Pinterest or whatever. And like, they're just sharing photos still, like they're still just sharing photos. However, since the social media platforms have changed so much, there's video content now. There's there's ways that you have to engage with people in your community. There's, you know, all these different things that a lot of people, when they went into business, they didn't think about that. You know, they just kind of got on the apps or got on whatever. And they're like, awesome, I'm here. Sounds good. Let's call it a day. And then it creates that stress for other people because it creates that stress for them because they're not able to do the things that they want to do and it's bogging down their businesses. So, you know, they're just like basically the relief in jobs, you know, like <laughs> if mm-hmm. that makes sense, you know? Um, so yeah. I, Danielle knows I giggle because yes, that would be definitely me. Like if I had to rely on Instagram or social media for a business and, you know, like I feel like my Instagrams or my, any of my social media for me, it really is like a creative outlet just for fun. And I do have that privilege of not having to rely on social media, uh, for my business or income. Like I'm able to get referrals elsewhere. And yet like that does, you know, make me empathize with business owners who do because it's kind of a a blessing or a privilege that, oh, I don't want to like learn how to do social media. Oh, that's okay. Cause I don't have to. And yet a lot of business owners who maybe have an online like marketplace that, that they are going to have to figure that out. So, Mm -hmm. uh, so if a lot of people, oh, sorry, we're going to say something, Danielle. Oh no, I was going to say, well, and the other thing about social media too, like, like, I mean, we already kind of talked about that part in general, but the whole point is they are social media apps. So they're meant to be social. So it's meant for you to be able to engage with other people and comment and, you know, like obviously like, and blah, 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 all that stuff. But I mean, in general, it's supposed to be like for a social, like experience. Um, so that's kind of like the other thing is too, is that, um, not, a lot of people that might be in businesses might not be using that aspect of it. And so that's what makes it more challenging as well, because, you know, it might just be there, but it's not, it's, it's very, I use this um, example with one of my friends the other day, it's very passive as opposed to active, you know, like it's a very passive situation in that regard. Well, if that, like a lot of that stuff, you know, many people probably relate to me and that regards of like, yep, that's not really what I enjoy doing. But on the flip side, so obviously if you're doing, making a career out of this, Danielle, you enjoy it. So when did you get into 
social media tech kind of, you know, finding these fun, uh, like, I don't want to say loopholes, but you like somehow just have knowledge that the normal doesn't, I don't know. So how'd you get interested in it? Um, okay. So I feel like I'm kind of like a weird mixed bag because I wouldn't say like, this sounds, obviously I work in it, but this, I wouldn't say that like social media is something where it's like, I didn't like wake up being like, oh my God, I need to like figure out social media and like all these different things by any means. And like on my personal account, I do like silly things. Like I'm not like this person that's trying to be like an influencer or anything like that, you know? But I think I just thought it was really interesting because a lot of it also came from my past jobs because I've worked in situations where I've been around people, you know, I've been around people, I've been in experiences where we've had to market our job, you know, like when I worked at these larger retail companies, like that's what we were doing, like in the store, like when you're in a store environment, you're also like marketing yourself, you're marketing your store, you're marketing, like you're trying to get people to come to your store, you're trying to get people to do these things. And so like, I personally just kind of would always like look at our social media and like see what was going on and like see all those different things and just kind of like understanding it a little bit more um and I mean I've always like been a person who's always kind of had marketing like in my brain in so many different ways and just like how to market things or how to do things differently and stuff like that so not that it like came easy to me by any means but it was just something that was I was always like very curious about and um like when people would say that they were doing something, I'd be like, oh, it'd be cool. Like, that'd be cool if you did like this or like, oh my gosh, you could put this post out and like do this and all those different things. Um, And then honestly, like, I just watch a lot of like, I mean, YouTube diversity is like where it's at, you know, like that's a huge thing as well. And then I just like would learn, listen to other people, you know, listen to other people that are doing it and like try to learn things myself and like try to use those same practices and be like, hey, like, what if we tried out this or let me try to do this or, you know, just kind of honestly, just, I don't know, listening to other people and then trying it out myself, you know, and just kind of like going from there. And yeah, I've always just thought that, um, I've always also had connection in mind, you know, like that's always been my thing. And like, I talk about on the podcast, like we talked about before, like I've always been a person who like just tries to connect, you know? Um, And so again, to my point, like social media is a connection space, you know, and it's like how you connect. And when I think about it from the business aspect of it, it's like, well, those are, there's people out there. Like, how do you connect with those people? Like, how do you, how do you get more people out there to see what's going on or how do you, you know, like, how do you get people to learn more about your business or how do you do those things? And yes, you have to go grassroots marketing, but it's also kind of like just those easy things, like who's in your community, you know? And yeah, I mean, I think that answered your question. It did. It did. (laughs) Well, that makes sense too, for like on my end thinking like you've worked retail, right. Selling whatever brand leadership, um, like you do have all those. Yeah you mentioned marketing, all those skills that just naturally like help in, in this space. And mm-hmm. yeah, obviously curiosity and like wanting to learn it is obviously huge, mm-hmm. uh, huge piece of it as well. Um, and I know I ask you like random questions here and there, or you'll teach me about, yeah, even the difference in reach of 
you know, a standalone post or like a post that has a different like length and width or a video. Um, I guess, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe we can start there. Uh, um, you know, why are reels or videos so popular right now? And like, what is the benefit of doing that versus just a static post? Um, well, in general, short form video is it's one, it just shows a different side to whatever is happening, you know, because if you think about it, like, yes, like a static post is great, but it goes once again with that whole passive and active aspect of things, because like, here's the thing. So if you think about reels, like, I think a lot of people look at reels and going back to that whole TikTok thing, like when TikTok started, it was all trends and dances and all those different things. But when you think about reels, think about it also in the same as YouTube. You know, you go to YouTube to watch a video. You go somewhere to learn something from a video form. It's kind of the same as like when you watch TV or when you watch um, a movie, you know, it's just something like it's, it's moving, it's going, like it's helping. There can be educational, there can be entertainment, there can be um, inspirational. There can be so many different ways to do a video. Um, whereas a post, it doesn't reach as many people because the post, like a lot of, like right now they're just pushing differently with it on the app itself. So when it's on the feed, like your feed, your post itself might not get as much reach from a, the platform itself, because they're not pushing it and B just because like, hashtags or even though hashtags aren't as large as they once were before either but it's just it's just again it's just there's different aspects of the app and it's different ways for people to be authentic there's different ways for people to educate there's different ways there's just it's just a whole different ball game I guess it's kind of like a weird I don't want to say it's a hard question to answer but it's just it's just a very different way to um, show what's going on, I guess, if you will. <laughs> no, I think you answered that very well. And yeah, if you're stubborn like me and have got, like, you finally got, okay, yeah, this is how I do something, right? You use the Canva or you use the things to make a certain post. You use all the hashtags, right? Because for a while, the more hashtags you put, you know, the more reach. Mm-hmm. And now, and now I'm seeing a lot more, yeah, like you said, whether it be videos, reels, posts with people's actual face, yes. teaching something, like trying to catch your eye because mm-hmm. you're going to be on it more. And we've definitely seen that for, I mean, our podcast, like I love making Canva posts and yet it's like, uh, you know, I'm seeing not as many people reach it as like the cool reels you're able to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and also, and also it goes back to that social aspect, you know, like, uh, like a Canva graphic, and I'm not saying anything bad about a Canva graphic because I right. love me a Canva graphic, but if you put up a Canva graphic, you're reading what's happening. Yes. But like it might be, it might have a totally different approach if someone's saying it to you. Like I can write down on a sheet of paper, like, who are you? But if I say to you, like, who are you? And you actually like hear me saying that from my, from my mouth and see me saying that it's a whole different, you're going to get two completely different, um, responses and interactions with that just from just a simple question, you know? So just going back to also that social aspect of it, it also, you know, 
if you think about a brand, it humanizes a brand. Like if you have a face, like an actual like talking head, or if you have something that's showing a person, it like humanizes it so much more because also everyone loves like, I don't know, people love to hear your story and they love, I mean, you say it all the time, like people love to hear people's stories, you know? (laughs) So like having it in video form is just so different than, you know, I don't want to say reading it, but it just, it has such a different reach in so many different ways, you know? And I think, and I might be making this up, so correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you say like, I mean, a video you're interacting with that post longer watching it versus like, how many of us just scroll Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. don't even read things. So, uh, I mean, that also makes sense too, but, Mm ah, well, and that's the thing. That's the thing. That's, that's, that's the other part. It's like, you know, so many people will say like, stop the scroll, you know, but I mean, that, that is, that is true. It's like, like you said, the scrolling and like, that's the same thing as with TikTok. And even just like, if you think about two, even the, the craziness of it all is like the scrolling up and down versus scrolling right to left and like all those different types of things, you know, it's just kind of a whole different like psychology of the actual app itself and like how people use it and what they use it for. And it's, it's intense, you know, <laughs> it is intense and it can feel overwhelming. And I think absolutely that's, mm-hmm. that's where a lot of people <laughs> like me mm-hmm. uh, get caught up and like, okay, then I'm not going to do it at all. Yeah. Um, are there different benefits to the different social media platforms? I mean, obviously like right. Facebook, Instagram, I don't think many people are promoting their business on Snapchat, but I could be wrong. <laughs> uh, Pinterest I've learned, uh, someone today said, don't sleep on Pinterest. Yes. And Danielle had also mentioned like the benefit of that. So, I mean, if, yeah, say you were like a new starting startup business or wanted to get a social media outreach, like, how do you decide where to go? Is it all of them? Is it one? Am I giving you all this, these great questions? Am I putting you on the spot? No, I mean, these are great questions. I mean, the big thing is, is um, just in general with anything is like, you always have to ask yourself what you're, why are you doing it? You know, like, why are you doing it? What, what is your target audience? And like, what are you trying to get out of platforms? You know what I mean? Like, are you looking for, obviously everyone's looking for growth. Everyone's looking for awareness and everyone's looking for like reach and visibility. Um, but every single platform has like kind of like a different thing to it. Um, and different audiences, like each platform does have different demographics on them, you know, just in general. I mean, just again, like, for example, like with TikTok, like at the beginning of the pandemic, when it was really, really big, a lot of people, it was a lot of the younger generation, you know, that were on TikTok. And that's why a lot of business owners did not want to get on TikTok. It was not a place, wasn't that it wasn't a place where people should be, but it, you know, it was just not a place where people wanted to promote their business on there. Um, Since then, it has changed rapidly like it is very much changed rapidly I mean they've changed a lot of terms and conditions like all these different things so a lot of businesses are getting on TikTok but it is a very different way of presenting your brand um so it's also once again figuring out like what kind of business you are like where like what what audience do you want to be like where is your audience you know um like for us for example for our podcast our audience, a lot of our audience is on Instagram, you know, because we 
a lot of our audience as listening right now are a lot of like millennials, you know, and a lot of millennials are on Instagram right now. So obviously, you know, it changes the game for a lot of things. Pinterest is definitely, um, more of a SEO and it's more of like evergreen content and it's more like YouTube. So it stays a lot longer than TikTok, Instagram, all of that. So that's why that person said like not to sleep on Pinterest because it is a place where things just kind of stay a little bit longer. So it sounds wild. Um, you shouldn't go on all of them right away. If you're a new business owner, like definitely don't, because that's just going to stress everyone out. And it's just not what you want to do. Um, I say, pick the platform that a, you're the most familiar with first, and then B where your audience is like trying to figure out where your audience is going to be and then go from there. Um, don't put all your eggs in one basket though. So, I mean, like once you start kind of learning that platform, understanding what's going on, all those different things, and you can kind of venture out into another platform and go from there. I mean, kind of the same as what we experienced, um, last fall when, you know, Instagram, Instagram, Snapchat, the whole metaverse basically went down for like 24 hours, 24 hours, 48 hours, and everyone was like losing their minds. That is an obvious reason why you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket, you know? So to answer that question, pick the platform that works the best for you and is going to be the best for your audiences and go from there and then build a great community on there and then go from there, you know? Don't try to be in like 17,000 different places if, if also social media like isn't your thing, you know, like don't try to be on like 17,000 different platforms if you don't really even like Instagram or in social media, you know, like kind of thing. Yeah, it's hard because I mean, so much of our lives are social and like digital now. Mm -hmm. So again, even if you don't like it, I'm sure there, I mean, and again, I didn't take any business classes in school, but I'm sure they're teaching like social media business type classes now in oh, higher 100%. ed. I mean, they have for a while. Yeah. It's like, it's really intense. <laughs> sleeping on that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like our world has just evolved so much, like in so many different ways. And like, that's why it is really, really hard. And like, it can be very, very frustrating for new business owners, like old business, whoever you are, if you're trying to have a, a social media presence on any platform, they do change quite often. You know, it is very, it can be very, very frustrating. And that's why it's always just really, really important to remember why you're on the platforms, like what you're on the platforms for and going from there, because otherwise it does make things really, really difficult. And I mean, obviously I'm having this whole conversation, but I mean, like I'm doing using social media myself, you know, not even just helping people, but myself as a business owner. And it is really, really tough. You know, it is really, really difficult to create content. It's really difficult to, um, um, not fall into imposter syndrome traps, all those different things. So, I mean, it, especially if you're not a content creator or anything like that, you know, so it's, it is, it's completely possible. It just, you know, there's just a little bit that goes into it, which is wild that you don't think of sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And again, like I can be a curmudgeon and say, 
oh, I wish I'd go back to the old days where it was. You just see everything in chronological order. But didn't you tell me like what the benefits are to like the algorithm or why social media started doing that kind of made for you content? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, in general, like no matter what, you always want to feed the algorithm because I mean, the algorithm, once you give it what it wants, like it'll show you what you like. So that's why obviously like example, like when we're on Netflix or, you know, when we're on YouTube and something will pop up and it's like, oh my gosh, the best recipes for this and this. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I wanted. You're in my brain. Like that is the algorithm. You know what I mean? Like that is like, we all know that, but that is why um, they're now like on Instagram, they changed the whole like favorites following and all that type of thing. And that is, again, it, it kind of is funny because it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with MySpace. Like think about back in the day when in MySpace you had like your top five or like your top 10 or whatever. That's like kind of the same. I mean, it's not the same, but it kind of like gives me some weird reminiscence to that because you can put people as following like who you want to follow on your feed. And there's probably a lot of people that aren't using that, which is, I mean, it's totally fine because, but those are the, the creators that you're going to see all the time, you know, like, because those are the ones that you follow. Maybe you even have some people that you follow that are like your close friends that you put on that list as well, you know? And so that's going to be the, the that's going to be what you see first. Um, and then going from there. Um, but yeah, again, if you're thinking of it like a business from a business standpoint, there's like a totally different strategy with that and how to, what type of content you're going to want to put out into the algorithm so that it kind of brings you back into a funnel, like back to your, um, back to your pages and all those things. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, there's lots of strategy. (laughs) There are so many strategies. And again, it, it, sounds like there isn't like a step one, two, three. It's all very individual based on what you want to get out of it. Like, are you, yeah, like you said, what's your purpose, your intention? Um, and maybe this goes into that too, but you know, are there any like general, I don't want to say guidelines, but like how often should someone be posting like content on their social media? Like, let's just say, yeah, if they are a business or trying to promote something, right? Like I have accounts that post, I swear to God, like 10 or 15, like posts on Instagram a day. I'm like, geez, Mm -hmm. you know, or you have, you know, the once a day, like the consistent or the me who is like "Eh, once a week, baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, if you're a business, I mean, again, it's, it's all once again, it's so crazy that it all comes back to this, but it is again, like, what is your intention? Like what, what can you sustain? And like, what is your intention? You know, because there is a lot of, there's a lot of coaches. There's a lot of people out there that will say, you know, like post two times a week and, or two times a day and, you know, five times the whole week and da, 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 and all these things. Um, but that's not realistic for a lot of people that is not realistic in their life. And it's what you can do to, to, I don't even want to say stay consistent, but yes, to stay consistent, but what you can do to have value and whether that be, you being able to show up and speak to your community, whether that you're able to show up with content, whatever that have you be, because if you are, let's say you are posting five times a week, but every single post that you make is basically like 
hi. And like, that's it. Like that doesn't really like do a whole lot, but you're still posting five times a week. Sure. You know, like you're getting people out there, but I mean, like it, it's might not be as helpful, you know? Um, so it's really what you can, what you can sustain and how you can still make the apps fun and still maintain your business, you know? Um, so that I, I personally don't think there's like a specific recipe. I mean, it's like everything, like it's what we talk about. Like there's every single person has their own strategy, you know, like every single person is going to have their own strategy and you can take bits and pieces from each person and use what works best for you and then go from there, you know, because if you follow exactly what I say, that might not be as beneficial to you, but how is this, how can we like morph them together to make what's best for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And I kind of like that it's an individualized approach because right. If it was this like simple one, two, three step thing, we'd all be doing it. Right. It's kind of like diet culture, right? Yes. The one step for every body. Mm -hmm. I like that. And like, that's, and this is, and this is me saying this, but there, there, you know, there are a lot of other people that would say completely different, you know, that would say like, no, you need to post like two times a day. Like you need to post a reel, you need to post carousel, you need to all these things. And like that can be really overwhelming. Some people can do it and that's fine. And that works for them. And that is perfect for their schedules, perfect for their lives. Like that is, that is what they're going to do. And there's also, like I said, there's different strategies for what your intention is on the app or like what your intention is for your business, like what you want to do. Yeah. Are we safe to say that the videos or reels with the pointing fingers are gone away? Because you know, (laughs) I don't like Abby, you crack me up. Okay. So I'm, (laughs) I'm going to have, I'm going to have a social media coaching moment with you right now. Okay. Okay. All right. So what, um, let me, let me, let me rephrase this. Okay. So the, the pointing aspect of it. So what, what do you see when that happens? Like, what are some things that like come up for you when it's cheesy? Okay. So, so why is it cheesy? Like what's cheesy about it? Um, you are putting me on the spot. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think one, like, it's like the whole trend aspect. And I think, yeah, we, when we talked about this in the past that I was seeing like so many people do it where their intention was just to jump on the trend. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I, Ooh, I'm learning something here. Yeah. It, it didn't feel authentic, right? Uh Like it felt Mm -hmm. very like, I'm just going to point to these words Mm -hmm. to random music because Instagram's telling me I should, I don't Mm -hmm. know. Yeah, no. So I would just eye roll. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, you're totally, so here's the thing. There's, there's like, I can see, I completely see where you're going with that because it was because, and we've talked about this, like the thing was, is that we're, there are a lot of people doing the same things like over and over and over again. So it, it, yeah, you're right. It didn't seem authentic because it was very like lumped in in a sum of a lot of people. Um, the one thing I will have to say on the other flip side of it is creating reels is, can be at times very, very challenging. Um, so honestly, the pointing ones are some of the easiest ones to do. So (laughs) 
I'm not like trying to give a full pass here, but it is one of those things where they are incredibly effective. Um, and because they're very succinct and then two, they are very easy and a quick, a quick point of content to put out. So back when we were saying like those business owners are very overwhelmed with a lot of things that they have to do and like all that, that could just be a quick, easy one to be like, like a VA or social media manager could be like, Hey, I just want, I just want to know five tips about how to, you know, how to buy a house in this market, you know? And it's like, yeah. okay, well, I don't want to do reels. I don't, I don't really want to do all these things. Okay. Can you just like stand there and like point at some stuff and then boom, like there's your content. So I completely agree. It is there. I mean, I, even when I do the pointing ones, sometimes I'm like, oh man, these pointing ones, but cause I get it. Cause it is. I've never, I never got annoyed with you doing them though. I, I don't know. That so this is the other hard bias. Yeah. This is the other hard part about it. So one of the things that is really, really difficult when it comes to content creating for just whatever, or even for your business is that thought that people are going to think that, yeah. and that is the hardest part about it because mm-hmm. you will have that moment, whether you think that you're the best creator, the best business owner, whoever you will that is something that you have to push through, but that is something that is very, and obviously you're not doing things for everyone, but that is a huge part of it is, okay, if I do this, there's a possibility that I'm going to look crazy and ridiculous. And there's a, there's a bunch of people out there that are probably going to think I just look like everyone else. I'm pointing at all these things and this is just so annoying. Da, 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 da. And that that is also sometimes the reason why people stop doing it. And that sucks, you know? And like, we yeah. all do it. We all do it. Like we all have those moments where we're just like, okay, that looks kind of silly. But like at the same time, like when you flip it on the other end, like that shit's hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. I mean, the few times I've made a reel, yeah, they are hard and they take forever, which is mm-hmm. what, again, I mean, I just got read everyone and I love <laughs> no, it. I was- <laughs> I wasn't saying that. I was just trying to like, we're trying to think about it in different perspectives here, you know? It is. And that's the thing though, is like reels overall. Like I do, I find myself watching them. I, I don't really know what it was about that. I think, yeah, maybe I was just getting inundated because I think Mm -hmm. the first time I saw it, I was probably like, oh, that's kind of funny. But then when I saw, yeah, yeah. All the dietitians I follow and then all the coaches, then yeah, the real estate agents and then the uh mailman and then the, I was like okay yes <laughs> Maybe and, so, that. and so that is that is the point that we talked about the one time is like I do I completely agree with you in the sense that there were a lot of situations where people where it wasn't original content we'll just call it what it is you know like it was a lot of lip syncing like there was a lot of just like pointing and everything like that and that's where again it does it does push a lot of people out of their comfort zones when it comes to the business aspect of things because there are a lot of people that have been able to a have their businesses and just share photos and b have been able to do those reels and lip sync them or point to things and haven't had to really like show up in that other way. It doesn't mean that they don't know everything of what they're talking about for the business. It doesn't mean they're not the smartest, but it doesn't mean that they don't run successful businesses, but it is that harder, that, that other extra step, you know, like that other piece of it where they might not necessarily 
go into it that way. You know, it's the same as like showing up on stories, you know, like another one of those things that like a lot of people aren't used to doing, you know, and like all those different things. So it's just a whole other like pushing further and further and pushing more and more people out of their comfort zones, you know? And I mean, to be fair, right? Like we usually react, our reaction to something. Now I am getting very mental health, right? Our reaction (laughs) to something is usually right based Mm -hmm. on like an internal thing. So yeah, if, you know, is it possibly like, well, I don't have time to do that or I can't do that. So I'm going to judge somebody else who does it. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, it, mm-hmm. it totally could be. And that would, could be like, yeah, that mirror reflection of like, Ooh, what, what is it about that? That's annoying me. Oh, maybe that I'm not like doing that. And so it's a way to like project probably there probably mm-hmm. for sure is some of that. Well, and I think the thing, the thing that I find that is really difficult in so many different ways. And I think, I think thinking of this from like our podcast perspective and even just being on Instagram and stuff like, so being on the podcast is, is stressful in itself because we like, I'm talking to you, but I don't have any idea who could be listening to this podcast, you know, right. no idea. So it's a whole different ball game as opposed to sitting in a room, having a discussion, a discussion with someone and seeing their faces, seeing what's going on. Like, vibing off of their energy, like having those kind of experiences, whole different ballgame. On, let's say Instagram, you can see who's liking your stuff. You can see who's looking at your stories. You can see what's going on. You know what's happening. So they both have this weird, (laughs) like the weird mindset things that you can go through sometimes too. And like that kind of goes hand in hand with the real stuff. You know, it's like, you don't necessarily know who's looking at your reels, but you know, who's liking them, you know, who's having those weird feelings about them or your own feelings about them yourself, you know, like, so I don't know. It's just things that, that I, that have came up for me at different times, but you know, it's just, yeah. it's all, it's all mindset stuff, man. It's all, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> it is all mindset. That is, that is fascinating. That was a good Good reflection. Danielle does really good at that of <laughs> helping me see, you know, where my own biases are like short, like shortcomings are in just my thoughts. So I appreciate that. Oh. <laughs> I always love learning and I will, yeah, I will admit when, you know, that this is just a hard area for me and I don't mm-hmm. know whether it's right. My, what I think is like, lack of time or, you know, like, yeah, being stubborn, right? Is it just that? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I think it's just, it's, it's hard. And I mean, like I said, even though I'm sitting here and you're interviewing me and having these questions with me, (laughs) like this doesn't mean, this doesn't mean that I a, I'm a hundred thousand percent expert on any of these things Two, It doesn't mean that these things don't come up for me either. It just means that like, because I do it on a more regular basis, it just like changes some of the ways that I think about the things because I'm presented with it more often, you know, like it's more like in my face, like over and over again. Whereas with you, it isn't as often. So when it, it probably like changes it in different ways too, you know, because it's kind of like, Oh, okay. Like social media, like, you know, whereas like with me, it's so like, 
all right, got to think about it, got to do it, got to, you know, so yeah. it, it just like changes things. And I think that that's for a lot of people, like, you know, it, if something's in your face, like more often, like it makes it a little bit different how you're going to digest it, you know, so nothing's, you know, neither side is you know, different, you know, <laughs> it's just the yeah. different ways that you go about it. And I mean, you just said like, you're not a social media expert, right? Just like you, like, this is something you like are curious about, but I mean, we're I mean, past. I guess I'm an expert. I don't, I mean it in the sense of not like selling out no, no, concert no, no, no. halls, having conversations about this. Right? Yes. All right. Oh, you could have a TEDx. Come on. Uh, or TED talk. Uh, well, the reason I kind of preface that is because I was going to ask, do like, what do you think is like the next, I don't know, up and coming, whether it's a trend or like, what do you see or what's in the works of things changing? Like you were the one to tell me about the following follows on Instagram before Um, it even came out. So (laughs) what do you, what do you know? Um, I heard listeners benefit from, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not even okay. So, I mean, we've kind of already discussed a lot of it, but I think like a big thing that has definitely happened a lot is really just I and this is something that I struggle with as well so I totally get it but just like telling your story you know what I mean like telling your story of how your business is um like more about the story of your business or more about the stories of your life and obviously that has always been a thing but that has what that because I feel like because of the pandemic and because of the rise of TikTok and because of all these things, just really pushing people to that authenticity factor. um, It's really, really pushed a lot of people on all of the social media apps to really, really push for that and not have things be very, very curated. So honestly, like that's, that's what's moving and grooving in the, in the sphere of things, you know? Um, And really just, just that like that's that's what I've noticed and that's what I hear from a lot of things and just like because even if you look on TikTok now I mean TikTok now has like 10 minute videos on there you know like and it used to only be like a couple seconds you know what I mean so even that is showing you that it's more for stories and more for really getting out there, like what needs to be told and all those different things doesn't mean that all these apps you can't still share photos and share trends and all those different things. It's just really just pushing the envelope more and getting into the heartstrings of people. (laughs) Oh yeah. Another question. I do. I have all these questions, obviously, because you, yeah, you're, you're awesome. Uh, you know, thank you for asking these questions, Abby. I mean, I appreciate it. Our like, what is the future of like blogging? Cause like at one point, you know, blogs were all the rage blog spot. I definitely had a blogger account way back when, uh, who knows what the hell I wrote on that, to be honest. <laughs> um, but I had a blog for a while, loved it. It was great. You're so uh, good yeah, at it. <laughs> well, thank you. The yeah. consist- it, again, it was consistency again, mm-hmm. just trying to figure out and, you know, now updating my own website, like our are like blogs or like written information like that or is that going away and it is more like the quick no stuff 
Mm-mm. Um, no, Ooh, no, that's exciting to hear. <laughs> no, I mean, again, I kind of like what I was saying, it's, even though blogs are not like social media, you know, and I use like the bunny quotes with this, um, blogs are still like evergreen content. So when I say evergreen content, it's yeah, like what does con- that, that means it's content that kind of like lives on forever. So like YouTube videos and stuff like that, they're there forever. Like there's not going to be like a trend that's going to make it go away or like anything. It's always just going to be there, you know? Um, and it's going to be like that valuable content that you can keep on coming back to. So like a blog is one in the same. And going back to my, when we were talking about, um, when we were talking about Instagram and all the things going down, your blog would still be there. You know, like your blog would still be up. You would still be able to like connect with people. You would still be able to, that's why it's also really important for, you know, businesses to have newsletters or to have email lists, you know, um, all that, because if, you know, social media goes down, you can still contact your people. You can still get a hold of people. You'll still have information because all of these platforms, if you think about it, like they own your content, you know, like they own your stuff. So, I mean, it's your content, of course, but I mean, like certain things like, you know, if Instagram goes down, all your, there goes all your stuff, you know? So like, if you're still, if you're somewhere else, then it's a lot easier for your content to still stay alive, you know? Um, and your business obviously won't crumble if it's gone. Um, so blogs are really, really great. They're also another way for people to be able to tell their stories. You know, it's another way to show like what, you know, about what you, what you offer, what, what you, what's going on in your life, you know? And I mean, everything also is like such pendulum swings of everything. It's kind of like the same as like fashion, you know what I mean? Like there's so many things with fashion coming back that we wore, you know, when we were in high school and in college and stuff like that. So, I mean, like everything is cyclical, like it's always going to come back around. Um, It's just the way that people write their blogs or the way that people interact with people differently or how they get people to know about their blogs. Like that's the stuff that is different, but it's not like blogs will never go away. Like they're always going to be there. It's just how you lose. Like, it's kind of like the same thing as Facebook. Like everyone thinks Facebook's going to go away or like Facebook. It's not, you know what I mean? It's just, just different ways that you have to use it. Like there's just different ways. Like there's so much that you can, Facebook groups are crazy. You know what I mean? There's so much information and there's so many people that you connect with through Facebook groups and everything. It's just, again, how you use it and what your intention is with what you're doing, you know? And the blogs too. That's, that's a huge consistency. You know, that's a huge thing with that too. You know what I mean? Like just coming back to it, knowing that like, oh yeah, there's going to be a blog coming out like every two, two weeks or, you know, like every month or something like that. Like it doesn't have to be every single week. It doesn't have to be every other day. It just has to be what you can maintain and what will bring the best value. You know. So yeah. start that blog back up again is what I'm saying, Abby. <laughs> well, there is a portion on my website that I've like slowly started adding like, you know, articles that I've written for other places that I can like post obviously with permission or like that I obviously have the rights to. So maybe I'll get back on that again, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. share yeah. my story. Cause yeah, I, I do love writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I was going to say when you were talking about Facebook is yeah. Like, right. How you use Facebook, how you use Instagram, all the things changes. 
You know what I miss from Facebook? You're going to laugh. Oh, gosh. Bumper stickers. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) As you can see, I like social media for fun. Yes, yes. Well, and okay, this is, again, this is my weird social media brain in this regard. But with the blog thing, the other reason why blogs are really, really great, too, is because you can use information from your blog and you can put it on your social media. So then you don't have to recreate the wheel. You could just use the okay. content that you already have. So the that's, tip. that's another reason why blogs are great and YouTube videos and podcasts, because then you can pull from those things and put them on your social media. So you don't have to like do 70,000 different extra things. <laughs> that is true. Mm-hmm. Oh, so many good tips or tricks. I'm trying to think if there are was anything else that I am missing or, I mean, anything on this topic that you think we really missed and should talk about, Danielle? Um, I, I guess, I mean, something that's going on in the social media world right now, and I think is just really good to keep in the forefront of brain is like, I don't know, like copywriting people's content and like mm. stuff like that. So, I mean, I think say just, more. No, I mean, I just think in general, um, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to really like dive deep into this, but I just, just in general, like with that, just making sure that no matter what you do, you're never, you're always going into things with the best intentions, but you're always making sure that it's your own, you know, like, you, everyone's always going to learn from other people. Everyone's, you know, trends are going to be the thing. We're always going to be like copying things and all this different stuff, but like, make sure when you are, you're always giving credit where credit's due. I was going to say. Yeah. You're always making sure to, um, not copy, you know, it's the same as like, you know, when you're in school, like don't plagiarize, um, just all those different things, like really just keep those things in the forefront of mind. And obviously if you're just doing social media for just, you know, hobby sake and all those different things, this, this probably won't even, (laughs) this probably won't even be a thing, but if you're doing it for any sort of situation where you're profiting off of your social media presence or anything like that, just always make sure to, you know, make sure to credit the people that you're getting things from and all those different things, because it's just not good. <laughs> like it's just not good, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is always a good reminder. The ethics and Danielle's like, you have to give mm-hmm. that credit tag said by so-and-so also, I think also having good media literacy Mm-hmm. is probably good too, because not everything you see out there is a hundred percent fact mm-hmm. all the time. Like, like there might be a pretty infographic, but it could be saying some really effed up things or mm-hmm. not backed by science or like someone can literally just make, like go on Canva and make an infographic with false statistics. So mm-hmm. always being wary too of that. And also, Uh, and also, like we've said before, like things, one, it's the whole Instagram versus reality thing. Like, you know, everything is not as what it seems sometimes. And then two, the stuff 
on like content creators, business owners, and all those people who are on social media to make money off of it. It's hard. It's hard. You know, it is definitely really, really difficult and it is not as easy and as simple as everyone makes out to be. And that is totally fine. But that is another reason to lift up those creators and business owners and people that you see. And the best way that you can support anyone is literally by sharing their content or liking it or just that's it you know that's completely free that is 100% free that is just amazing you know that is so helpful for creators in so many sense of the word like it goes a long way like you know kind of the same as like with us in our podcast you know like you know, writing a review or just even if something, if you like something, if someone's doing something awesome that you really, really enjoy, tell them that, you know, like if that's going to be, you would probably do that in real life. Like if you see someone that have really cool shoes, you're like, oh my God, I really like your shoes. Same rules apply, you know, like same rules apply. Like if you like something, just tell people that like (laughs) on the medias, you know, because it, you don't know how much it'll help. Like that business or that creator in so many ways, just, you know, and like I said, it's free, you know what I mean? It's not, it's, it's the best thing for whoever's out there, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, sweet message from out of the blue, or even someone that you interact with a lot, like that always lifts my day and my spirit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, share that kindness. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause again, it's a social situation yeah you know (laughs) it's a social situation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all you know (laughs) yes that was a past instagram versus reality trolls Mm -hmm, yep mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. uh well i mean you that kind of led into an instagram versus reality a little bit or like it kind of teetered on if you want to use that but do you have an instagram versus reality for today oh my goodness um I don't know yeah I mean I can't really think I, I'm you want to know what's really funny is you would think I'd be able to come up with this so I'd be like oh man I got one up <sighs> but no <laughs> it's because I've been interviewed this whole episode so I couldn't you have you have I you were a great sport because <laughs> I don't think you were expecting to be interviewed. You thought we were just going to like talk about this topic. And I was like, no, I'm interviewing you. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess we kind of already said it, but I mean like, yeah, I guess the Instagram versus reality is what it is, you know, the Instagram versus reality, you know, like sometimes like things aren't as they seem like, and it's okay, you know, and, um, like, well, and yeah, and not, to, sorry, I, mm. that was very rude. To <laughs> completely fine. It's, it's fine. I, I didn't, I didn't know where my thought was going there anyways. <laughs> well, I was kind of thinking of like the, you know, lifting up other people's content, mm-hmm. like, so just because someone posts something doesn't mean it is their own. And yeah, yeah, like Mm -hmm. going back to giving credit where credit is due. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, or I think, I can't remember if it was 
Brene Brown or Glennon Doyle, but someone said that they saw a post with like a quote and then their name under it. And they're like, I didn't say that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, just the media literacy piece or, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, if someone's life looks great on Instagram, great, but you never know, like what a nice compliment like what that could do for someone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And know that like everyone, everyone is trying their best. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think like we all get down on ourselves because we think like maybe we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. We're not doing how we're supposed to do things, but like everyone really is trying their best. Like everyone's just like trying to put one foot in front of the other every day. So like, it's just, and that goes with anything you know and especially with the social media thing and just as a whole but like everyone's just trying their best to like do the best that they can so I don't know like give everyone grace like figure it out you know all the things absolutely yeah that was way more on brand than like what I initially was thinking was like white tennis shoes they're so cute but they get so dirty that was my (laughs) initial one if you couldn't think of one so (laughs) That is a really good one, though. <laughs> oh, my I do. God. I do love a good white tenny. I mean, it can't go wrong. But you're yeah. completely right. It is definitely is rough. Or a white shirt, or a white dress. Mm-hmm. Basically, white clothing. <laughs> yes. You're just oh, asking. Also, yourself. the other thing I was gonna say, I guess, don't sleep on the online space. Is what I'm getting at here. Is because the online space, there are a lot. There are a lot of really, really amazing, talented, phenomenal people in the online space and don't sleep on the online space, you know? And like, if you are ever thinking about getting into the online space or wanting to have that like different type of freedom, you know, to be in the online space, like look, look up what you can do, look up how you can immerse yourself in there because yeah, I mean, we all want a little more freedom. We all want like a little different here and there. Like don't sleep on the online space and there it's, it's a good spot. It's good. It's cool. It's cool in there. <laughs> Throw some respect on it, baby. Yeah. Suspecting my name. Oh, suspecting my name. <laughs> hey, you never know if someone wants to, you know, catch up with, Wow. Why did I just struggle with words there? Oh my gosh. Okay. If someone wants to, (laughs) oh, if someone wants to connect and learn more about, I mean, maybe they heard you talk and they're like, oh my gosh, I need Danielle Hill in my life. Where can they find you? (laughs) I mean, it'll be in the show notes as always, but plug away. Gosh, you know, this is, this is just a funny time. Um, yeah. I mean, (laughs) You can go to my Instagram at, at it's Danielle Hill. Um, and that's kind of where I hang out. So I'm on the, the tickety tack clock app, but yeah. So it's the same rules apply. It's Danielle Hill. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's, yeah. So and I mean, they can visit your site. Yes. That's always in the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you yeah. know, <laughs> maybe the Instagram versus reality. Another one for today is, you thought you were coming to just record a normal episode and you became a guest. Yes, yes. I, I <laughs> definitely would say that. I 100% thought that. <laughs> that is the real. 
and that's the Instagram of reality of Danielle's life. She thought one thing and then another thing happened. That is, that that's is me. Danielle's life. <laughs> Danielle's life is Instagram versus My reality. My life is straight up Instagram versus reality. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Keep it interesting, that, you know. <laughs> keep it interesting. Keep it interesting, people. Well, with that, we'll catch you on the flip-flop. Bye. Bye. And that's our show. Thank you so much for eating the time during your morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time you did to listen. But we would love to hear more from you. We'd love to hear more from you. So make sure you join us on Facebook at Real Life Podcast and Danielle and like and subscribe to our podcast if you're not an apple user we are actually on spotify as well but on apple you can leave us a review but don't forget to leave us a review on facebook as well